Oh man, hello, how the hell are you? Happy Monday! Oh my gosh, it's Monday. <clears throat> this week I'm going to probably do a little bit more podcasting because today is Magic Monday for me and I'll tell you what makes it so magical. By the way, this is Cynthia Cruz, your <clears throat> Wolfpack leader from Wolf Wisdom Healing over in Mesa, Arizona. <clears throat> so, as many of you know, I have been a multiple sclerosis inhabitant. I don't know what the hell. I've, I've been diagnosed with MS for about 21 years. And been managing it naturally. Diet, exercise, plenty of rest. And of course, my favorite, cannabis. I'm eating a little bit here because I'm starving. But today, so like after a lot of problems since January, I've been in an active MS flare since January, okay? January, that is like the first month of the year. We are right now ending August and transitioning into September. That's nine months I have had this exacerbation. And there, you know, there's been periods of time where I feel like I'm doing pretty good and I can feel more parts of my body and stuff like that and you know but it's because I'm like resting all the time okay but then life happens and I have to go get groceries or I have to get out of bed or you know whatever and yes I have been working minimal nothing like what I was before and so and then that wears me out extremely and I'm back to where I started so I finally thought, all right, we don't like living like this. And I have things I want to do. And it's not just shit that I have to do, but stuff I want to do. I haven't gone out karaoke singing for shit. I don't even remember when it's been that long. And I haven't really been able to work out I'm starting to get a little chubby and I don't like it and or maybe not chubby but all the muscle mass that I had is gone pretty much and it takes me so much more effort just to walk or get off off the couch things like that shit get up off the toilet even so you know fortunately I'm not the kind of person to sit back and just piss and moan about it, but rather, you know, I thought, okay, what what did we do the first time that this happened? What are we going to do to keep our muscles strong? So I have my exercise bands and I do little, you know, resistance training, if you will, things like that, just so I'm using my muscles and I've been feeling better. I'm not completely better, but I've been feeling better and I can actually get off of my couch without needing to grab something and I can just get up. So my quads are starting to get get some muscle back into them, get the function. I'm very pleased about that. I'm looking forward to once again being able to take a walk 
and not be all winded and fatigued and you know feel like my legs are gonna fall out from underneath me I'm looking forward to riding a bicycle again I sold my bike I wasn't using it what's the point of having it here and if I go anywhere I've been relying on neighbors who are so gracious to help me out and I I'm, I can't even thank them enough and you know or I use the public transportation but with that I have to walk to the bus stop and then sit there and wait and in case you don't know here in Arizona we are hotter than fuck right now and because it's the monsoon season there's some humidity in the air that is not my friend so it's challenging so pretty much all I do I wake up do a little bit of cleaning because it needs to be I'll make my bed I always make my bed because my mommy would want me to and and you know make me a little breakfast whatever I just do the bare minimal but it's just it's a challenge to even get in the shower to have the energy to shower all that kind of stuff that you take for granted and so I want to get better and I thought all right girl you have got to stop this exacerbation period and the only way that's gonna happen is if you go and you get infusions of solumeds or prednisone and just the thought of having to do that made me really like uh, because if you know me you know I've, I've really taken my you know I've taken it very seriously to manage this naturally I don't like to I don't do injections I don't do pharmaceuticals period but I am in a position where I have to rely on Western medicine to help me get over this slump and I'm gonna start taking uh, oral medication to manage the disease and get better now I am I'm not gonna do it forever I'll tell you that because that's not my style but I'm going to take advantage of this to get back on my feet literally in a good way so I can live and be happy and this has really I don't think you really understand how much this disease has impacted my life when you feel like crap and you can't you don't go anywhere and you're always tired you don't want to go out because I don't want anybody to see me using my cane. I don't want anyone to, I don't know. And I know it's probably a pride thing, but I just don't feel well. And because I know what doing things, what it does to my body, how it exhausts me, and it just puts me back further, I just like, okay, we'll just, we'll get better, and we're gonna go and have some fun when we're back to our way we used to be for the most part because ideally the way I used to be would be before MS when I was a badass motherfucker and I was rocking the shit out of anywhere I went but those days are gone and I accept that and I'm into moving forward I've done a lot of inner work to deal with the different stressors that I have and 
one thing that became very obvious when this flare-up came and attacked me was I, it's my emotions. My emotions are my trigger, okay? I'm an empath for the love of God. I feel everything. So when I get really pissed off about something I can't control, like when my stupid apartment complex building had all the gates locked and closed for whatever reason and I would have to walk farther to get to the bus stop and it pissed me off terribly. I bitched the entire way, but guess what? I felt that flare-up kicking in and I knew it was not going to be good from that point on. But I dealt with it and I'm still dealing with it. But I've learned, I guess the big lesson that I learned from that, that I took away is I can't control everything and rather than be pissed off about, oh now I gotta walk further or something like that, instead just be thankful I can walk. So that's my new take on everything. Gratitude, be thankful, appreciate, and I'm also I'm also taking a lesson of patience. It has been very known that I am not the most patient person. I want everything right away. I want it now. I don't even like waiting. I don't want to wait to find out. I want to just know. And I think that comes also from being as psychic, clairvoyant, clairsentient, all that kind of shit. I think that comes with that because those things come naturally to me. It's like, oh, I always know. I don't have to wonder. But here's something that I can't just know and I can't just have the answer immediately. So universe, I feel, is teaching me some patience, some humility, and acceptance. So that's what I'm doing and I'm not going to be pissed off anymore. I'm instead, this downtime that I've had to take, now I haven't worked, well I massaged somebody this past weekend, but that was nothing. Uh, and I've been doing Reiki and readings, of course, I'll, because that doesn't tax my body physically. I mean, if somebody's got shit energy, then it'll drain me. But I can, you know, I can handle that because I know what I need to do. And, um, and it's nothing that I need to take medicine for or something. I just got to meditate more and grab a couple of crystals and balance my energies and life is good. Uh, burn some sage, you know, all that good stuff. But, um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm really learning acceptance, patience, tolerance, what I can and can't control and how to, how to work with it. And then the emotions that come from that. Like when I get pissed off, when I get all depressed. And that's the other thing too. Since my emotions are my biggest triggers, I went through two deaths. My mom passed away last year in January, and then Michael in April. That's three months time in between that I suffered two huge losses. And that hit me so hard in my heart I still shed tears over my mother. Just talking about her, I'm getting kind of choked up. 
I still, I don't think so much with Mike anymore. I mean, he comes to me a lot in dreams. And I know that I've astral traveled to him a few times. When shit comes up and it's just like when I'm sleeping, of course, because when we're sleeping, we are, all of our defenses are down and we just, it's just our spirit. It's just our intuition being able to communicate with us. And he comes to me when I'm sleeping. He visits me and we talk. And and so that makes it a little easier, but sometimes I get mad at him and I argue with him, I yell at him. It's like, yeah, you're on the other side and I can't slap the shit out of you, but I can certainly verbally abuse you a little bit and make me feel a little better or at least get my feelings out and then I let them go. Um, but, I mean, that I'm dealing with a little more. And I've also come to accept, one, as much as I love that bastard, oh, he was such a dick to me when I look at it. I mean, this was a true twin flame relationship. The back and forth, together apart, together apart. The emotional ups and downs and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, now he's gone, but I'm still here and I'm learning the lessons. And what I know about twin flame relationships is whatever I'm working on, he's also going to be working on where he is. And that's good because then when when we reincarnate whenever that is we'll be able to be together again in the physical and pick up where we left off so you know I miss him I miss I miss the things that he did for me I mean this whole time I've had a lot of doctor's appointments neurologists and now the infusions every day this week and that's stuff that he normally would have taken me to or like grocery shopping stuff like that so it's just it's been an adjustment period and now now that I have stuff set up and in place I'm good and you know sometimes I'll think god damn it you asshole he wouldn't have been such a baby and did stuff to make your health better we could still be sharing our life together but then I think also but would we would we so but I guess we'll never know because it never happened and it's not important because I can't keep looking backwards and that's the one thing I'm not looking backwards Everything that has happened in my life, whether it's this illness, whether it's relationships, I can't do anything about stuff that has happened. All I can do is take care of me right now and make the best decisions for myself, which means I'm going to make sure I get plenty of sleep. I'm going to make sure I get to my doctor appointments. I'm going to make sure I have healthy food to eat, not just shit food. Anybody can buy the microwave, the freezer food, whatever. That's all processed. It's all carcinogens. It's going to make you sick. 
So I've been really transitioning my diet and eating more fresh fruit, um, definitely vegetables. I've been eating salads like crazy and it's been helping the IBS. I am chronically constipated all the time. And part of it is because of this MS stuff. My nerves aren't passing the messages to the muscles needed to do different things. So of course, if you got a poo, you're not gonna feel that all that kind of stuff is going on and you're gonna just get backed up. And I apologize if that grossed you out, but it is the reality of things. So, and I like to think we're all adults and we can talk about these kinds of things because everybody takes a shit, right? But, so I'm just really looking forward to this next phase and getting this under control. I'm probably always going to be tired all the time, no matter what, because that's just how it is. I remember even before when I was using Tecfidera, which is a daily medication. I remember when I had that, I was always tired. So, and it's not going to get any better. And according to my neurologist, after this last set of MRIs, he told me, he says, I'm right, he told me I'm right at that borderline where it could, right now the diagnosis is relapse remitting multiple sclerosis, but I am like right on that cutting line where it's turning into progressive. And when that happens, there's not going to be any downtimes. It's always going to be problems for lack of better words, so. But I don't want to embrace that. I don't want to feed into that energy because I am the girl that if you tell me I can't do something, I'm gonna prove you wrong and I'm gonna do it because that's just who I am. And I remember when I was first diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, some of my friends were like, well, you're gonna be in a wheelchair and you know, all this doomsday shit. I'm like, fuck that, it's my name. She stands tall on a hill, not sits in a wheelchair on a hill. So I look to my name to give me that strength. And I look to my clan, the wolf clan, we're the pathfinders. So everything I'm going through and that I share with you is so you can learn from my experiences and maybe Give yourself some checkups on where you stand with different things and you know, proceed forward. But that's that's what I do. So my, I have some friends who call me their muse. I'm like, damn right I am. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just really feeling positive about the future and what's gonna happen. And I know that my disability decision is going to be in my favor. They're just waiting for all of this stuff with my doctor's shit and, and to make their decision. But I'm really tired of filling out all the paperwork, especially when I know I've given you this information before. Why are you making me fill it out again? But understanding that's just what you got to do. You got to jump through the hoops. You got to play by their rules and just keep moving forward. I was denied the first time I applied for it back in, I think, 2017. And then I thought, well, screw it. Then I'm just going to, I'm just going to work. I'm just going to do what I can do, whatever. And I really had 
you know, I really did start to feel better with things. And that was after I started with with um, using medical marijuana. But now, where I'm at, it's not going to be the only thing. It's not going to cut it. I, I need to have more. And it's not going to get better. So I really, I pray, and if you all would just send up a prayer, that the decision ruling in my favor is soon so I don't have to worry about financial stuff. I, I can have that security that my bills will be paid. I'll have groceries, all that good stuff. So thank you for hearing me out on that. Oh, man. But I get these rides from a company. Because of my insurance, I found out that I have transportation available to me that I don't even have to pay for. I'm like, no shit. Had I known that a long time ago, I would not have missed all the different appointments I missed because I needed to find somebody to take me or it was out of my off of a bus route or whatever. Now that I have this bit of information, oh, I am not missing doctor appointments. I just got to call them like three days in advance, two days in advance, and get it set up and we're all good. I'm set up for this whole week with my in, um, infusions. So uh, I think that's golden. And I've heard a lot of people have said, oh my God, sometimes they don't show up or whatever. I have not had that experience. My driver has always shown up at my apartment and I have a different driver each time, I might add. My drivers have all shown up at my apartment on time. They've been very helpful if I needed help getting into the vehicle. And, and then when I, when I respond on the one text message, they send me like, hey, your driver's on their way or whatever. For my return trip, I just have to respond back with ready. And then they dispatch a driver to come and get me. And I think the longest I've ever had to wait was maybe 30 minutes. That's okay. I'm just going to hang out anyway. As long as I can sit down and I'm in the shade or in a cool, cool area. Hell yeah. I'll sit and wait for a little while. That's fine. I just keep, I take my power bank with me and my phone charger and, and I just watch Hulu or whatever. YouTube, TikTok. I entertain myself in different ways. So... Now tomorrow when I go for my infusion, I'm gonna have the same woman who's gonna stick me with a needle and get this shit pumped in me. And uh, we took it out today because, um, I can't remember why. Oh, the location where she had to put it. I have to drink a lot of water today, she told me, because apparently I was a little dehydrated, so it was a little harder to find that good vein. And she had to stick it in my the elbow the crook of my elbow and you can't really leave something sitting there so we took it out fine whatever tomorrow we, we're gonna find a different spot higher up on my arm and then I can leave it in for the duration of the time and it's gonna be no problem I'm like cool I kind of laughed yesterday because I already had it in my head. Okay, you're going to get infusions, which means you are not going to be going out to that pool and laying and floating or whatever. It's just not going to happen. And you're not going to be working because you're going to be exhausted. Okay. 
So what happens? A client of mine who is one of my favorite clients, hadn't heard from him forever, sends me a text message, by any chance could I get in today? I've just got a terrible headache and whatever. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, I can't this week. I'm, I'm doing this and, and he says, okay, get better. And then he, you know, a smiley face. Well, okay, cool, we're on good terms. But I was kind of worried that he left me and was gonna go to another massage therapist. Cause he's like, well, one, he's a man and he's always respectful. That's something very rare in the massage therapy industry. Cause I've come across a couple of guys who think they're gonna pull funny crap. And mm, it ain't gonna happen cause I'm gonna cut your balls off. No, I won't cut your balls off, but you're gonna feel something. It's gonna be hurting. But anyway, he's really he's really pleasant to work with we have good conversation so you know when he said he just got the headache and his neck and everything i said give me a couple days and let me see how i'm feeling and maybe you can at least come over so i can work on your neck and your head all those things so you know it wasn't all out no but it's just like i'm just letting him know this is what's going on and he even back whenever it was a month ago he told me he says just go to the doctor take care of yourself and so i know he was pleased when he saw that response and i'm very pleased that he reached out to me because then i know he didn't leave me for somebody else anywho uh so yeah we we're doing that but i can still do the reiki i can still do the readings i'm taking my tarot cards with me tomorrow i told the girl the woman at the infusion place i said i'll bring my tarot cards tomorrow i'll do some readings for you and i know there's gonna be other people sitting in there too so never know i might find some new clients for readings yeah just putting that out there universe <sighs> today's a good day though i really i'm feeling really you know good overall tired but good and so i think what i'm gonna do now I'm gonna get off of here because we're coming up to our half hour mark. And I just wanna say to everybody who listens to me and you send me good intentions, good energy, thank you so much for sticking with me and listening to me ramble on about whatever. And so I'll, I'll be back on here again tomorrow. And I mean, I'll be on here every day till Friday. Friday will be my last day, just with updates about what's going on. Fortunately, I don't have that shit taste in my mouth like I usually would get. So, yes, this is good. But anyway, I'm going to get going. I'm going to let you go so you can get back to what you got to do. And I will talk to you tomorrow tomorrow I love you tomorrow okay there's my singing peace out mofos Ho!